Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Well, the Aces learned the identity of the man whom their 19-year-old niece Betty has been secretly going out with. He's David Page, musician, 41 years old. It was quite by accident last night that Mr. Race discovered Betty with David in the apartment building his own real estate company manages. Betty was brokenhearted when Mr. Race warned David never to see Betty again. It's the next evening now at the Aces. Jane's telling Marge and Mr. Race the happenings of the day. Listen. Well, this morning after you and Marge left and Betty was still in bed, I thought at first she just overslept with something. Then when she didn't get up at 9 o'clock and 10 o'clock and 11 and so-so and so-so, well, I decided to go into her room and see what's going on. Well, you can imagine how I felt when I saw her lying there in bed reading a book. Reading a book? Well, that's a fine thing. If she wants to quit her job at the office, I wish she'd tell me and I'll find somebody else. You mean she didn't even have breakfast? Nothing. I said, Betty, don't you want something to eat? What's the matter with you? No answer. Just kept on lying there reading. Oh, on a lie-down strike. Yes. Don't tell me she's still in bed and hasn't been out all day and hasn't eaten anything all day. Oh, she's eaten. I made her eat. But I couldn't make her stop reading or get out of bed. I tried to tell her she had to go to the office, but she paid no attention. Finally, I really got mad. You know how I can get if I want to. Yes, Jane, I know how you... Well, I finally went in. Oh, about three o'clock this afternoon, this was. And there she was with a book in one hand and her chin in the other, reading away as if her heart would break. As if her heart would break. Yes, it was poetry. Oh, oh poetry. Girl's really carrying a torch for this man, isn't she? Uh, go ahead, Jane. What happened? When? When you walked in, three o'clock, you said. Oh, oh, yes. Well, I said, uh, Betty, I want to talk to you. Put your book down. And your chin. Yes. Yes. No answer. She just looked up at me and didn't say a word. Well, we kept looking at each other like that for the longest time, just staring into space. Into each other's face, that is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but sometimes, you know, you can say more to a person by just looking at her than by saying something. Uh-huh. So I just looked at her, and she looked at me. And finally, she understood what my look meant, because she said, Go away, Aunt Jane. Oh, she understood what you meant? Yes. And uh, what did you mean? What did the look say, you mean? Yes, what did your look say? I mean? Well, it said, Betty, what is the matter with you? How can you carry on like this about a man that Uncle A said is so much older than you are? Why, he's 20 years older than you, going on 21. Why, he's old enough to be your oldest brother. And I don't care how much money he has, even if he could give you a, a big home with servants and cars and gardens and a final staircase. This difference in your ages makes a big difference, especially yours. And the best thing for you to do is to forget all about him. That's what your look said. Uh-huh. It was kind of a long speech, wasn't it? Well, it was a long look. Oh, it was a long <laughs> look. And uh, what did Betty's look say? Oh, she didn't have to look. She just said it. She said, life begins at 40. And I said, life begins at 40? How can you say that? Life begins at 1. Everybody knows that. At 1, yeah. <laughs> no getting away from that argument. Oh, we didn't argue. She just said, go away, Aunt Jane. Well, that got me mad. And you know how I am when I get mad. Yes, yes, we know. Jane. Well, I was much worse than usual this afternoon. 
I made her some tea and brought some cookies. Oh, you were mad. Yes. yes. And I told her that I was going to see this man myself. And she said, don't you dare. So while she was eating, I went out and saw him. Well, you went to see Mr. Pitt? When was this? This afternoon. I told you I was mad. But wh- what good would that do? I wanted to have a talk with him about Betty, I mean. Well, I had a talk with him last night. I told him to stay away from her, and he seemed very pleased to do it. In fact, if you ask me, he was a little tired of her hanging around so much. Well, anyhow, I went. Well, what happened? What, what did he say? Plenty. Well, tell us about it. Well, I didn't want to come right out and tell him who I was when I got there, so I made believe I was looking for a singing teacher. You what? Yes, because Betty told us he studies people's voices. Well, what? You took a singing lesson? Well, not quite. Now, wait till I tell you, but first I must tell you how surprised I was when I saw, saw how old he was. Well, you know he was old. Yes, but I didn't think that old. Gray hair and a sort of a syncopated look around his eyes. Oh, what? I was so surprised I didn't know what to say. Well, I hope you didn't say anything to antagonize the man. Oh, no. But the minute I saw him, I could tell he was too old for Betty. And I thought of the cutest way of telling him so. It came to me on the spur of the moment. What, what came to you? Yes, Jane, what did you say? Hurry, tell us. Well, I got there about 4 o'clock and I rang the doorbell. Pretty soon the door opened. Yes? Uh, is your son in? My son? You must have the wrong apartment. Oh, no. Isn't this Mr. Page's apartment? Yes, I'm Mr. Page. David Page? Yes, that's my name. Oh, you are? Well. Well, what? Well, well, may I come in? Yes, I suppose so. I do come in. Thank you. Um, <laughs> my name is Mrs., uh, Mrs. Jones. I came here to see about some singing lessons. Oh, really? Mrs. Jones. I don't seem to recall anybody by that name. Now, who recommended me? Beg pardon? You see, Mrs. Jones, I don't just give singing lessons promiscuously. Oh, I know it's not free. I'll pay for it. Oh, no, no, no. You don't seem to understand. I teach only a select few. There is no charge. There are only a few people I'm interested in. Now, was I recommended to you by one of them, perhaps? Oh, I see. Well, yes. Who? Oh, somebody. I see. Mm, have you studied before? Oh, no. This is my first time. Have you, uh, have you a voice? Oh, yes. Why? Am I speaking too soft? Huh? I have a voice. Oh, uh, well, we shall see in a moment. Uh, step over here to the piano, please. Oh, I can't play piano very well. I did take lessons once, but I gave it up when the Depression came. My father was one of the first men to lose all his money. No, Mrs. Jones, you won't have to play. I just want to get an idea. Now, uh, would you please take this tone? Come, come. Well? Mm, that's pretty. Would you please take this tone, Mrs. Jones? Oh. Say it, please. Uh, what? Oh. Oh, wish you could hear my sister sing. She has a voice like a nightingale. Again, please, and hold it. Oh. Oh. Uh, do you want to see my tongue, too? Your tongue? No, I want to hear you sing. Oh. Uh, well, do you know Flatfoot, Flutie? I beg your pardon. Oh, that's all right. What? Oh, what happened? Why, well, uh, I'm afraid this is hopeless, Mrs. Jones. What's hopeless? You, Mrs. Jones. Oh, yes? Well, so are you. Well, that's a matter of opinion. After all, I didn't send for you. You came to me. Yes, and I haven't been the only one coming to see you, have I? What's that? You know what I mean. Just a moment. What is your name again? I'm Mrs. Ace. Oh, I see. You're Betty's aunt, aren't you? Well, yes. 
Well, why didn't you say so, Mrs. A? Well, I'm saying it now, and I want to say that Betty is not going to see you again. Of course not. Why? Because, after all, she's only a young girl, Mr. Page. And, well, I hate to say this, but you're a man in your middle ages. <laughs> oh, come now, Mrs. A. Well, you are. Only 41, Mrs. A. And she's only 19. It's like, oh, well, like May and December, or at least April and October. I know she's got a crush on you now, Mr. Page, but it's just a fancy passing. You know how young girls are. You're quite right, Mrs. A. Yeah, she's just young enough. Uh, what did you say? I said you're quite right. She's just a child. You mean it's all right with you? She doesn't see you again? Of course. The child was only carried away by the flattery of an older man paying her some attention. Well, I don't know what to say, Mr. Page. I expected you to start an argument uh, with never, her. Never, Mrs. A. Never in the world. There's nothing to argue about. As I say, Betty's so terribly young, and she tries so terribly hard to be grown up. And you don't care if you see her anymore or not? Well, it uh, really doesn't matter if you don't mind my being brutally frank. All right. I assure you, Mrs. Ace, our friendship was quite casual, and I never for a moment lost sight of the fact that she was only a child. Now, if, if it's in her aunt... Uh, what? If I'd only met... You first. Oh, Mr. Page. Oh, Mrs. A. Oh, I bet you say that to all the ants. Oh, no, 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 I don't. <laughs> well, well, I guess I better be going. Must you? Yes, I guess I better. Just as we were getting so well acquainted? Well, it's on a pound of veal chops for dinner. I have to see that they're just right, so I'll have to run along now. I'm glad to have met your acquaintance. <laughs> Fine bit of dialogue you had with a straight... Did this actually happen, or are you making it up? Making it up? I'm not making up... Oh, I see. You can't believe it when somebody says pretty things to your wife. You mean all this actually happened? You see, Marge, he can't believe it. No, no, I just want to know if Well, maybe you... you better start paying some attention to me. Don't be so sure of yourself. Uh, look, Jane, we're not worried about you. It's Betty we're trying to Well, say... maybe you better start being worried about me. Oh, now, will you stop that? <laughs> well, he's jealous. Oh, jealous. <laughs> Why? <laughs> all right, dear, you don't have to worry. Enough joking around. Oh, oh then it was all a joke, Jane. It didn't happen that way? Yes, it happened, just like I told you. You mean he said he didn't care whether he saw Betty again or not? That's uh, just what he said. He said she was so young. He knows he's too old for her. Well, did you tell this to Betty? Of course I did, but it's like talking to a deaf wall to talk to her. She just sat there in bed reading her book, but I could tell she was listening out of the corner of her eye. Well, what did she say after you told her? The same thing. Go away, Aunt Jane. Oh, probably thinks her David wouldn't say such a thing about her. Well, she knows it now because I told her the other part, too. About how he wished he had met me first instead of her. You told her that? Well, what'd she say? Oh, she got hysterical. Hysterical? Yes, you know, kind of laughing real loud like she didn't know what she was doing. I was kind of sorry for her, though. Well, why did you tell her? Well, I, because I wanted to show her what kind of a man David is. You know, I hate to say this, but you know what I think? Well, what? I think that David is just... Oh, well, I better not. Go ahead. What? Oh, no, I don't like to say it. Oh, say it. You started it. Well, well, I think he's just a, a, a flirt. No. <laughs> yes. Well, that's just what I think he is, and I don't care who Well, perhaps David is just a, a, a flirt, but will the aces be able to convince Betty? A new twist to Betty's romance takes place when next we meet the easy aces. 